What is going on, Reeves? I'm Tracy Beckett for another episode of Fuck Live. Today we got the live part. We are just recording this off the stream. Um, but we do have FIFA 20 news came out over the past week. Um, we had just had the whatever they call that tournament. I never know the names of the tournaments for FIFA going into them. But Mo Abba just won today as we're recording, so congrats to him. We will maybe t- touch on that a little bit, uh, but mostly focus on FIFA 20 news. Of course, we have Joey and Felix with us today. How are you guys doing? How's the break from FIFA? I think we're all on a break from FIFA officially now. Yeah, hello, mate. Uh, <laughs> been pretty good. Obviously, I'm, I'm a bit tired right now. I've been playing football all, all day, essentially, so... Yeah, but I feel nice. This is my first weekend without weekend league. It's really refreshing. Congrats! Welcome, welcome, welcome to the family. Hey man, I, I said this from the very start of the year. No, I know, yeah, what August. I'm gonna is do. Your, I'll play every single month. weekend league, and then August I'm taking off. It's funny. Uh, I, actually, yeah, I, I just I need spent... to recharge the batteries. I, I felt myself getting a little bit burnt out, so now for I'm sure, just chilling, for sure. playing a few drafts here and there, doing the objectives and stuff, just leisurely, you know. And it's all right, yeah. man. I feel, I feel good. Yeah, I spent most of the day trying to figure out how I can refinance my house and uh, beat beat Castro's two million FIFA point and go up to three million. So just sell your once neighbor. I yeah w- okay once <laughs> once I get the refi done, you know I'll be in in FIFA twenty with three million FIFA points, which is well seventy thousand dollars. How much is that? How much is? Because I'm gonna do the math. Well, how much is two million points? Would be ten without oh, okay. access. For some reason, I thought it was twenty thousand, but I hadn't so done if, the math. If you could afford that ever, just let me have it. So <laughs> that's crazy. So Castro's spending twenty thousand, where like everyone was a broke YouTuber coming up, and seeing someone have a Ronaldo and doing ping slips with Ronaldo was like insane. It would bring so many views to YouTube. Now you got people loading up twenty thousand dollars worth of FIFA points. Just how far FIFA's come along is pretty nutty. How, how you can't complain, EA? Well. Like, if, <laughs> no, if no, I right. had twenty grand. I most certainly wouldn't spend it on FIFA points. I'd well, buy a car or something. It's his career, car. but you know, yeah, I mean, he's true. got it to spend it. So that's, I mean, he's got. It's just, it's, it's just nuts thinking about it because, like, what I. Used to... So where we left off with like, so capture spending money, um, but yeah, no, it's, it is his job. One, it's also, I mean, it's a tax write off. Obviously, he's still paying the twenty grand, but yep. it is a tax write off. So there's always that piece to it. Um, how, how many would you get back from that? Well, you don't get money back. It lowers your taxable income. So right. like say like he makes it's a million, say he makes a million dollars and he's taxed twenty percent. If he spends twenty thousand on FIFA, he's able to. I don't know if he can do all of it. There's there's limits, um, but because it's oh, a yeah. business expense, he's able to take the twenty grand out of his income. So he'd actually only make nine hundred and what eighty thousand. So then he's nine hundred eighty thousand times his tax. You don't get the money back necessarily. I mean, you can get some. Yeah, but, there's well, ways to get some yeah. money back, but. Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, I'm not complaining or anything about that. I'm just. Uh happy for those guys of, of how much FIFA's done for them, mm-hmm. which brings up the point. I think a lot of people, I know this is off topic, but people were saying they were like flaming pros because they were complaining about the prize money. Mm-hmm. And I think um, that's just silly to do because, because these pros are like spending all this time and walking away with 750 and you're flaming them for, and they're saying they're like spoiled and ungrateful and this and that. And I think that's that's wrong. Yeah, but when I mean, Megan Rapino complains about equal pay, everyone praises her. But when a FIFA pro does it, just because they're not on the same scale, they get crapped on. Like, I, I wasn't praising her because it's, it's bollocks. Just look at 
the viewers the, the women's world cup is drawing compared to the men's world cup and you're asking for equal pay to just get in the bin <coughs> it's not how it works i agree uh, um i think what uh the way um spencer i don't know if you saw spencer's tweet yesterday because he I did i did see it, yeah. i actually liked the way so he was obviously kind of standing up for ea in a sense um he even but he has a tweet even um before that and after that saying that they the prize pool still needs to be worked out but he said it, it's kind of like what we've been saying though it's we the people that compare it straight straight away to Fortnite is it so can't it, be it, it can't because Fortnite's no. popular and making money because of their competitive scene where yes. FIFA was popular and making money before a competitive scene ever existed Re- well I guess they've had it but you know what I mean like it really didn't exist so as long as it's getting better every year that's kind of what he was saying which I I did I did appreciate that and the fact that he did still kind of argue um, that you still do need to, they do still need to work it out. Basically, they are still working out on it. Yeah, here's. I will. I will say this though, <clears throat> pros are, they've got good exposure, and if they're really complaining about the money, and again, this is playing devil's advocate, they really should consider some content creation, whether it's streaming, whether it's YouTube. They can pull in the views. A lot of people want to see either rewards or tips from pros. I mean, Boris, he's kind of done a nice little tutorial YouTube. Uh, that he's got going on and he does well Um, obviously other other pros have gone that route as well so if money is such a big issue i would highly recommend for those guys to look into doing some content creation yeah even Tess today said he's like you know if if the money doesn't change i'm just going to turn into a content creator i don't know how serious he was obviously he's he's got a competitive background maybe he'll never do that but it should be considered for them if if they're complaining about the money but that's just how yeah, I, I mean, feel. They, mm-hmm. they they could always do uh, both, I suppose. Both be a content. Yeah, you can do both. I mean, both. you're playing FIFA regardless whether you're creating content or not. Whether you're practicing or or playing on Twitch against other pros, there's gonna be viewers coming in. Yeah, I think that's what Tass meant. Like, Absolutely. he'll always have the competitive side where he'll like play high high tier players and maybe like, and he's still gonna play weekend league at a high level, so that's still competitive in a sense. But yeah, I think I can see that. But like, cause there is more money in the content creation of it. Um, yeah, but it, it does go obviously. back to like because I, I I'm looking through like Spencer's replies and a lot of people are comparing it to Fortnite as well, and everyone's no, like, you but, can't. and also the fact Fortnite took a loss like Fortnite didn't make that much money they 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 gave out more money than they made, but that's because their game is so new like FIFA's the hard part is compa- like with FIFA obviously FIFA's a sports game so sports are just gonna be popular no matter what like we've seen stats they've made they and when we feel like people aren't playing as much they're still making more money than. Like months ahead, like months before, because there's so many casuals that we just don't think about because we're in a Twitter bubble where we're super competitive. We play or super like serious about the game. We play the game a lot. We're in a very small bubble when it comes to FIFA. There is a ton of casuals that are playing the game, so it's a popular game. Without it, that's almost he has a tweet. He said, um, basically, NYCFC Chris, because he's the one that sent out the tweet that got replied to by Spencer, um, complaining about the seven hundred fifty dollars. He's like. NYCFC Chris is almost doing nothing to sell FIFA 20 copies. You know what I mean? Like, he's... Like, that's... Yeah, what, yeah, that's there's true. there's that sense, like... So, with Fortnite, their competitive scene is keeping the game alive. Because I think without the... I mean, it's, it's a popular game, obviously. Fortnite's way pop, like way more popular than FIFA. You can see it on Twitch and all that stuff. Um, I don't know how many players, like, in terms of players play it. Because, like I said, FIFA does have casuals that don't watch it or play... Like, it's a sports game. They're just going to have casuals. Like, people that don't, don't know Twitch exists still might play FIFA because it's been around for so long. Um, but like Fortnite needs the competitive scene to keep it alive and keep it being talked about. So that's so they decided to spend more money taking t- 
taking a loss, like a net loss on that tournament. They definitely didn't make $30 million from that tournament. They gave out $30 million. So, one, you could say, like, why doesn't FIFA do that to grow the competitive scene? Maybe take a loss one year. That argument, I think, can be made. Like, but yeah. they at the same time, they, I mean, uh, I saw two boys playing FIFA. They had FIFA 99, because it's 20 years ago, um, at, at the uh, E-World Cup or whatever, which is on. So he was playing mm-hmm. it. It's like, so they've been around for 20 years. So I, they really don't need to take a loss. They're going to keep growing anyways without it. So yeah. it's I think it's not even, it's not even about giving out more money. I think it's about spreading out the winnings so that people who are in the top 20, top 30, whatever, they're not just getting 750. They're walk, walking it, it, it a little a bit more. It is a huge like gap. I mean, that last, yeah, game, that, that a, last game was a $250,000 gap between first and second. Yeah, the one between uh, Mo Aubameyang and MS. That's Sorry. too too big of a difference. Too 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 big of a gap, in my opinion. If you're not gonna have a huge prize pool, like Fortnite, obviously. Right. If you're exactly Fortnite, everyone got like what I forget how much fifty thousand dollars or whatever it was that if they made like the top sixty four <laughs> or whatever. Top, yeah. Where there's I guess top one hundred because you have a hundred people in a game. So like, I think the prize was three million for first and one point five for second. So that's obviously a double the gap, but. They were also had huge prize pools. So like, but if you, yeah, I think if you're gonna have a small prize pool, then it should be, um, not as big as a gap for, I mean, yep. thirty second through because it's so it's tough because it's like oh you came in last you shouldn't be rewarded you can't you, you didn't really come in last you top thirty two of everybody that played FIFA that year. So, yeah. It, yeah, it is a little sad. But, I mean, I guess it's free travel and like Spencer said, like because even though this FIFA's not giving out a ton of money because of the exposure, the ad deals are there. And they look at, I mean, look how many esport teams have popped up in the past even two years. Um, and like he said, he, him and himself, hashtag United, have three players. And all three players, he said, make a full-time salary. Like, that's their full-time job is to be as... And he's like, none of them were there at the tournament. So, yeah. it's, it, well, it's we'll tough. see for, for FIFA 20. I think it, it's, a, it's, it's still new and um, see what happens. Yeah, I think, if you, I think if FIFA helps out with the esports teams... And oh, that's yeah. how they go, and that's how so the players are still getting salaries, and then really the tournament money is just kind of extra money. Yep. Um, yeah, that, that is it, right. yeah, then that's fine. But I, I don't think that's happening, but there is a sense that it's becoming so popular, and EA's putting a ton of more, like, there were so many more events. I remember even when we first started, like, talking, like, two years ago or whatever, like, FIFA 17 is when I first started doing YouTube videos and uh, uh, streaming on Twitch, so that was kind of when I got into the community, mostly. And even... Then there was what uh, four tournaments a year, five tournaments a year, like not really big ones. Yeah, now there's so big many more. So that's a ton of money for EA. To, well, I mean, I don't know if you, you were watching Joey. I know Felix, you had a busy day, and you obviously watched the other days. The stage was really nice, and the uh, I know they yeah, had this one. They went all out for this one. They had technical issues and stuff like that, but that's gonna happen. Like that's just gonna happen. I mean, Fortnite has technical issues and all that, but like the stage was nice. Like to rent the O2 is gotta be expensive. So they are putting yeah. a ton of mo- like their own money that they don't have to do. Like. They wouldn't. No, they don't. They they don't need the esports side to make money. They're gonna make money regardless. Um, what I would yeah. be interested in as well is th- how much money they make from the ad deals because um, PlayStation is sponsoring a lot of events. They've had um, ad partnerships with uh, Adidas, mm-hmm. which is a massive company. So I I assume they pay well. It's it's just gonna be interesting. Yeah. How much it actually is, but I do not think they will ever reveal. No, I mean, I will. It'll come out. They're they're publicly traded. EA is publicly traded. So I guess you could read their earnings report. You would never see like exactly like, oh, Adidas paid us this much for this. But you could see like FIFA, and then you could break it down to like ad deals. I, I assume that's in there, so you could see totals. But um, yeah, I think like you said, it's just they're actually taking their own money, well, uh, minus ad deals, and growing the sport to to the point where it's popular enough that there can be all these esports teams paying full time salaries, which is really nice. And that's kind. Of, I think, I mean, that's always 
the way, I think that's the way forward for fee. fee I don't think they're really going to ever have huge prize pools. But, yeah, I don't know. They might do it. You never know. Um, but yeah, with that, so I think that was kind of, you know, I mean, FIFA 19's had a ton of content. Honestly, I've been like actually still logging on a lot of days and not every day. Like, so obviously during the year I'll log on every day to see what's there, but I've been logging on almost every day because the footage content has actually been really good. I just don't know how much we want to talk about FIFA 19 in August. Yeah. I, I say we, we focus on FIFA 20. I think the people that I, I bet you our listeners, majority of them are, are, are probably not playing much FIFA 19. Yeah, and if they are, it's more like like I did. I I, I 97 Hazard came out yesterday. Um, yeah, I saw. And I just did it because I have so because the content's been so good over Fuddies that I've just had all these objective players in my club like 91s rated, 92 rated, all that mm-hmm. stuff. So I just I just threw them on to Hazard and basically did them free. And the packs are just giving out tots in like every pack. So uh, it's been fun for that. But yeah, I I think you're right. Where as even if people are playing FIFA 19, it's Fuddies, so it's exciting, but it's not really worth talking about in, in my opinion. Like it's it's exciting to play. At least it's giving us something to do in August. But yeah, yeah, with when you get FIFA 20 news, it's just so hard to look back. I think I said this uh, last time we recorded. It's like uh, with Shauna when she was just finished talking about 20. We're like, do we want to talk about what's going on in 19? Not really. Like you're just so hyped yeah. for 20. Like yeah. even if like I don't know. Like, you just, once you get hyped for the next game, it's it's hard to go look back and. Um, Use another game. So with FIFA 20, we did get Pro Clubs news that we never talked about, but it wasn't a ton. And I know um, we're not huge Pro Clubs players, so we'll let the Pro Clubs players cover that. Maybe we can get one on eventually over the summer um, if they want to talk about that. But with FUT, they did release some pitch notes uh, slash just gameplay announcements. So I don't know what order we want to talk about it, but I guess I'll just start with my most exciting thing uh, or most thing I'm excited for is the season objectives. So obviously in the past couple iterations of FIFA they've added weekly objectives and daily objectives kind of what we're talking about with footies um they've I think they've massively improved those from when they first came out obviously daily objectives are kind of useless you just get 100 coins and then whatever the least valuable consumable is um but this season objective actually looks like they could be decent um basically they're coming out with seasons almost i'm guessing it's going to work like a battle pass but not a separate purchase it's going to be like the each week's probably going to have something but it's probably like a 10 week season i don't i obviously don't know the length they haven't said that um but this within the season there's specific objectives that you can do um to get something i know what they had a picture of was the ones to watch um jovich i i think it was on loan which is a little sad so they'll have to figure that out but i know felix you had some concerns with that probably um at least in terms of the rewards and maybe how they'll work. But I think overall, we're pretty excited to see more objectives like that. Something to make us want to log in when we're not playing Weekend League, basically. I, I just hope it's going to be a long grind as well. Um, they've got tiered objectives, right? They've got season objectives, foundations, milestones. I think some of the things are daily as well. So you could just do some of the things that are really easy. Then the foundations is, uh, I believe, it's like starter objectives, is like, if I got it correctly. And the milestones, that, that is one that really interests me because you, you've got stuff like score 100 goals with with your player or f- with the player from a certain nation or whatever. I hope it just goes on. I hope when, when you've completed the milestones, it just doesn't stop, but you, you just get a more difficult objective to hit. You've got like score 500 goals and stuff like that. It just goes on because... When you are someone who plays the game a lot, like just multiple, multiple games, multiple hours every day, you're going to get some of these done quite easily. 
And I just hope it doesn't stop there and you always have something to do and to work for. And obviously the season objectives, they renew like monthly or something, which is nice. Mm -hmm. But I, I would really like the milestones to just refresh and give you something more difficult every time. Uh, yeah, there's, I mean, the ones we've seen, like the score 100 goals, like that, you could just, it doesn't, they don't really have to program too crazy. They'll just be like, score 100, score 200, score 500, score 1,000. And just like, you really can never consciously do them. Yeah, too. and it'll never really stop. It just, maybe you just like, the reward isn't like crazy. I don't know what the rewards are necessarily for those, if it's just coins, if it's, but I guess the coins you just get higher, like score 1,000 goals. It's like, who, I mean, honestly, if it said score 1,000 goals, 40,000 coins. You're scoring goals anyways because you're trying to play the yeah, game. Yeah, so exactly. Four thousand coins really is like it's really like, not like you, you never complain. It's free. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not like you. Some of the monthly, uh, weekly objectives we have right now, where you win players if you win squad battles games with the Brazilian team or something. That's not how how that one would work. I mean, you're not going out of your way building a certain mm -hmm. team just grinding towards that set uh, objective. You're just playing the game and. By doing that, you complete these objectives just on accident, essentially. Yeah, it's, and that's why, yeah. the thing you go out and think, I'm going to score 100 goals now. No, it just happens over time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I would say that, yeah, you're doing it. I mean, obviously, when the game first comes out, there's going to be ones people are going to focus on, maybe. Like, if there is, like, score 100 assists with, like, maybe a nation or something like that, if they want to go specific. I don't think the milestone ones will be specific at all, unless they're, like, defender or, like, like maybe get, like... 300 assists with a midfielder maybe that's like sp that's specific as they'll get i'm not sure but like outside of like specific stuff like that you're really yeah, it's gonna be in the background so it's gonna be stuff we've already done every fifa anyway so any sort of reward is better which is why i think they really truly can't mess this up at all like obviously people are gonna i think i think you, this is where the twitter side of the fifa community comes in i think no matter what they do for season objectives people are gonna complain about the objectives but what's that good jeez <coughs> Woo, bless you. Uh, thank you. Um, but yeah, so I think I think we'll get complaints anyways, no matter if like, so someone scores 100 goals, they're like, oh, finally scored 100 goals, and it's like they get like 10,000 coins. I bet you they're going to go on Twitter and complain. Well, yeah, at least one person's going to go on Twitter and complain about that. But um, I think overall, I'm very happy with that. Like, that's why I want to start with that, um, objectives and stuff like that. That's something I've always just like, I really liked in games. Um, I know for me, I've been playing a ton of Apex recently, um, which also is an EA game that's actually well made. Well, the servers still have a ton of issues, but... They've, they've, they've added, like, kind of like Fortnite, they've had, like, the battle pass in the seasons. Um, and my favorite thing to do, even though I'm playing the game, is uh, obviously trying to win the game because it's Battle Royale. But I, I actually really prefer doing the objectives, like, so, like, obviously landing in certain spots on the map. So, like, there is really cool stuff that can be done with objectives and stuff. I know, like, a lot of players that maybe aren't trying to push, like, Weekend League every single week. But there's objectives they can work on when they're not playing Weekend League would, would, be, would be really fun. So, I think that's a really positive addition. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it can't be bad. Even no, if it can't. The the things aren't necessarily the most interesting. Like we we've said this uh, before the recording. Even if it's not the most interesting objectives, it, it's still not bad. It's something in in the game that you can do, and you get something for it. Even if if you just do it on accident and stuff, and I think that is great. Yeah, um, I got a question for you guys. Yep. You know the animated gift that they have, um, showing the rewards, and at the end there's two hands like. Puppets, what do you guys think that is? Um, I just guys actually recognize what you, that. What was that it? on the pitch notes article as well? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah it's in the, so I don't know what that is. It's like something I've never seen before. It's it's an item, but I don't Maybe know what it's, it's supposed a celebration to do. Or something. I know you can unlock celebrations now as well. 
Yeah, but look, he's he's dribbling with defenders around him. If you look at the car, oh. it can't be a celebration. Can I, can I stop that gif? Just I tried to. I want to know what I was wondering. What that is? It, it Wait, looks I, like oh, it's I pulled, a new... it actually pulled the gif up on Giphy. Yeah. Yeah, I can tap and hold. Oh rip! I clicked something and clicked off. Oh, that was tap and hold to copy. I don't think I can stop it. Great radio. What the what the hell is if this? You go right click. Is it a Tifu? That's a Tifu. Um... Whatever it is. I don't know. How to I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> no, I don't know uh, exactly what it is, but it's just the way I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it, the way the um the picture on the card looks like it's like hanging up from the stadium. So that's what I was thinking. It was a t whatever there, tifos. <laughs> Could be. Yeah. I don't know. But maybe he's, he's dribbling around defenders. He's dribbling yeah. around defenders with puppets. It almost seems like it's a new chem style, or maybe they're changing chem styles to something else. Yeah. To, I don't know. We'll have to see. It really is something that I can't uh, put in in any drawer. Of it could be a yeah, I, I, yeah. I really don't know, but uh, yeah. So Wait. if you guys hear this and you guys have seen the gif, or if you want to go look at the gif, maybe you can investigate it further. Obviously, we're doing it live, but um, that's what I thought. The orders I thought it was like the like if you go scroll down a little bit further um, to the picture of all the customization, the Zidane Tifo has the same background as. True, but look that's at the, what, that, I, look yeah, at the no, difference. I know. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. I guess we'll see what it is. But yeah, if anyone else be. has an it idea for what it could be, uh, let us know in either on, on basically follow us on Twitter and send us a tweet and saying what you think the the end of that gif is. Um, because yeah, I'm a little confused by it because it could be it could be a couple different things. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a fan of of getting rewards just some subconsciously completing stuff. It'll be cool yeah. to have that. Yeah, with that, while we're just quickly talking, I do like the idea of the customization because I think. Again, that's kind of almost, it's almost subconscious in a way, but like when you're playing 30 weekend league games, being able to have like your own custom like center of the pitch or like the TFOs when you score or like anything like that. Um, well, the only downside is, is like you never get to see any of this stuff because like you'll never get to see your opponents because everything is locked and people are avoiding each other. Mm. You know, that's so like that's the only downside of all this customization stuff. It, it's great and it's awesome, mm -hmm. but. You'll for weekend league own. and things, yeah. right? And division rivals, obviously, you'll be able to see it. But yeah, you know, with people avoiding each other because of what kit they were choosing and stuff, so you'll only ever have, be able to see your own, which is kind of a bummer. Yeah, but, but at least like you can change it and stuff like that. So if you, because yeah. right. sometimes I'll do that. Like I haven't as much this year, but in like when I was playing weekend league very pretty consistently in seventeen, I would switch my kits up all the time, um, just so I could I was seeing something different, but. Um, See, I never do that. I, I've been playing with the same kits from basically week one. Me too. I like, See, I like I my, that's it. that's me this year because I like my setup a lot because I, I did like the whole like ball um, badge kits are all yellow and black so like they the way they oh, just kind of uh, all match yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah, right. so, um, yeah. but the kits are uh, not matching like enough that they stand out when you play against each other. But um, yeah, so I've kind of kept them the same this year. But in the past, I when I've get, when I've gotten kind of burnt out or tired of playing weekend league, I, I've gone in and customized a few different things that just kind of change up like that. So I think that's where this could be beneficial for some people that get burnt out, just like seeing something different. I don't know. It's like a very small thing, no, and I don't yeah. think it'll be that effective. But it's just something added that could change up maybe how people look at it and maybe they like it more. Because there are people that yeah, love nice customization addition. like that. Also, uh, an addition that I don't really want to touch on too much, but it's the fut friendlies. Um, that's a new addition to FUT. We obviously got um, the house rules and all that stuff this year in head-to-head, -head, uh, offline, and I, I think probably online friendlies, but they've added the FUT and Pro Clubs. Um, 
really the only one that's worth talking about within Flex. I could, I really don't care about the house rule ones or the no fouls. Is the max chemistry game mode? Um, that's really good for pros and people just want to practice and maybe use new players. Um, basically, what that well, means. Well, the couch play one is is multiplayer too, right? Like you can do three on three and stuff, Kate. Y- yeah. So, but yeah, no, yeah, it's up to four players plus AI. Um, there's obviously a bunch of stuff that's on foot, but really the only one I like, I think that's actually like cool, like a new addition that could actually be beneficial in a way other than just being kind of fun is the max chemistry one. Because I think yeah. I, I, I like for pros wanting to practice or maybe use their, um, see if they want to bring a new player in, they don't have to like switch up their whole team. Basically they could just slot in the players, see how they play and then go and buy like maybe the chemistry links if they like them. <laughs> But I think that's more for pros and stuff like that than it is a casual. I'm with you there. I I'm I was underwhelmed, to be honest with you, with a lot of this info. But I think it's just because I'm more interested in the gameplay mm-hmm. more than anything. Um, because I, I, I'm never going to play the King of the Hill thing or, or whatever. I'm never going to play any of that. I might do that, that just for the fans sometimes. Like, especially in, yeah. in the period we're in now where the game's in its final breaths i want to say because it's just the back end of the game cycle right lots of people stop playing competitively weekend league rivals whatever that's just something fun to do when you want to play against some friends mm-hmm. sure i guess yeah so that, that's that, true that, that could just be nice for a laugh which I the, the max do. chemistry thing is nice though because like mm-hmm. if i ever want to try to play and like one of you guys are on it be like hey felix uh you want to play a game real quick i want to try out i don't know whoever i brought in let's say uh Griezmann or something and I, I don't I can't fit him on my team and then I'll see what he's like on Max yeah, Chemistry. That makes it invite one of you guys yeah. and play it. And that's cool. I still think they so should not... have it unlocked accounts on Max Chemistry, but that's just Yeah. Because I think that that's I, I where it know. takes pro if they want to really bring the esports scene scene to the next level, the pros should be able to practice with their their uh obviously you still have to qualify using your main team, which stinks because that that's yeah. uh that's actually part of the other part of what Spencer said with the prize pool is the fact that the game's so pay to win um to qualify that like outside of doing text two years ago or whatever it was when he qualified with a bad team you basically need to well you know what though depending on the gameplay we might see another situation where you don't need god tier players to be able to be better i mean they're with the whole well, ai defending I mean, thing what do you think i think that you're still gonna need god tier players because because really? god tier players encourage more spending but what if what if they change I don't want to say the meta because I, I hope there isn't like a huge meta there where you only can use a certain uh, select few players. But what if it's changed where some of the icon, some of the icons that you need are not going to be Hullet and Vera? Because and maybe this is a good segue to the new icons. And this is one thing I was tweeting out to a few people I was I was uh, discussing with Italian Stallion. I replied to one of his tweets like, "It's great that we're getting these new icons, but." If it's just a reset again, only to build up to Hullet and Vieira, mm-hmm. I mean, isn't that going to get boring year after year? You're building up to the same exact team. It does for like, me isn't that personally. Get... Uh, yeah, but I, I like it. That's why I use the players that are just below, like the main. Like if you look at my team right now, I basically have like the full Bundesliga team and the players that. Yes, some of them, like DaCosta, has made it into pro lineups, but like most of the players are the tier below, like Lewandowski is 98. Um, I have Mateus, which is like an icon that's like just not an icon that's used a ton. Um, right. And stuff like that, and not that new Alba that just came out. But, like, they're maybe not, like, pro-caliber players, but it is something different than my team last year that I had at the end of the year. Yeah, I'm, I'm just EPL thinking of it year. as well. There, there is a set of core players that you see 
in every game, in every endgame team, right? The Hullets, the Vieras, the R9s. But if I think about it, there is a lot of different players I'm using this year that I wasn't using last year. The, the Hullet Vieira is the same. Yeah. Um, R9, I've also got and Ramos and Cristiano Ronaldo. Mm -hmm. Last year, I wasn't using Cancelo. I wasn't using Alexandro in my endgame. Well, that's, that may have been because they're... Bappe. That's them sure. IRL. That's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's them being so good that they got the cards yeah. to be able to play in game. But I'm saying yeah, from an icon perspective... Oh, yeah, you always see the same ones. Yeah, if you're always going to see the same ones that you build up to... Like, for example, myself, you, Felix, when we were playing Weekend League... Our main goal, let's say, was to improve our midfield. Who are we looking at? Either Vieira or Hullet to bring in for our, our DMs. Absolutely. So it's like if the if this coming up year, and again, it's the same midfield. Like if I can't use Andre Pirlo, what's the point? Of adding him, yeah. You know what I'm saying? What's the point of adding? What's the point? I mean, there is a point of adding them. They obviously want more names as icons. But yeah, my it's, point it's is fun for like, like casuals that maybe yeah, afford them, but like play enough that they can afford icons, but don't care about like having the best team possible. Of course, it's always gonna be fun for that. But I do know what you're saying. It's like what like let's stop making a fuss of adding like I, I we're getting Zidane or whatever like if he's not like obviously the you would assume because of who it is he's the cover star he's gonna be like a good card so that yeah, could be I'm fun sure but be. like a like a Pirlo like when he had good cards in FIFA he wasn't usable so like right what is he gonna be usable as an icon or is he gonna have the same stats as like it's his gonna best? be very usable in SBCs yeah so <laughs> I hope that's <laughs> a, I really hope to be honest with you back at when he had a decent card i think it was like he never even i don't even remember ha him having 70 pace to be honest with you and but i used him in a 352 i want to say when was the 352 really op you guys remember was it 15 fifa 13 or something i don't know i, I wasn't it was the year that yeah that so it was the year 352 was, was, was it 13 yeah. so it, i used 352 with uh Rossi and Pilo, and they worked great for whatever reason. Obviously, there was no weekend league, so you can't really gauge how good they were back then. But yeah. that's the thing. Like, I want to be able to use him on a team and not feel like I'm at a huge disadvantage. So my whole point with this is, yes, I know it's a whole pay to win, and it's going to continue down that route. But if they at least allow you to use, you know, still, still top-tier players in a sense, but they perform well in game, which we've talked about so many times. I'm hoping you're able to do that and still be successful. That way you won't have to have, you know, Holland and Vieira just to be competitive. I definitely hope there is a bigger spectrum in, in terms yeah, of I, I, I want players. Because yeah. it is, it, especially if you look at the events, it is kind of a bit stale because everyone's rocking. The, it is like a pool of 20 players that gets used, right? The most variation you see in the fullback spots, and maybe yep. the 50 50 between prime moments, you say we own R9. Some people like to use Mbappe, some like to use Havertz. There's yep. not a lot of variety, so I really hope um, that becomes a factor that, that we that we can choose from different players. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not saying in. like I'm the, not saying that. San Sancho, team of the season Sancho should perform just as well as team of the season Mbappe, but at the same time, it's just like, you know, you shouldn't be shafted for using him. You shouldn't okay, exactly. You shouldn't be shafted. Up. Yeah. Um, I wanted to make a point. Oh, one thing I want to go back to the pay to win aspect. When you said you were hoping that is not going to be as pay to win, I think it is going to be pay to win because of a few different reasons. Just because the game has become so competitive that the top end meta players are so in demand and they're so rare just because of how good they are like it's the icons Hullet and Vieira they're always going to be so expensive that it's going to be hard 
for a road to glory kind of player or a casual to yeah. afford them. And the competitive player is just going to pump loads of money into the game, which coupled but with that's, the that's weakened my... league and division rivals reward structure, right? There is so many coins on the market. Even like casuals get rivals rewards, they sell some stuff. Those coins go somewhere. Even if you're a top 100 player, like there is hardly any top end top 100 players that have not spent money on the game because it's just not enough. The rewards this year have been so tragic that you just need to spend. And from what I've heard, they're not changing anything about the reward structure for weekend league and rivals next year. You know, it's so fine if they want to do that. I just want a bigger pool of players so that even if I spend less, I can uh, still make a team with less money that can compete, if that makes sense. Yeah, I guess. So that it's still pay to win in a sense. Like I'm still putting in money, let's say $200, but I don't have to rely on either getting ridiculous rewards. I don't know. There's a balance because there, better players should be, or more expensive players should be better. Obviously, you, yeah, don't want, sure. you, don't, you don't want to have a waste. You don't want, like, you, if you're going to work up to these good players, you want them to be better. Like, it'd be kind of, it's like, remember FIFA, basically FIFA 17 even. Smalling was, like, yeah, yeah. the best player, but one of the best center back. Like, it didn't matter. Like, obviously, competitively, like, the, the margins are so narrow. So when you go to events, you're going to see the best players no matter what. Yeah. Just because those narrow margins. But, like, you could use Smalling. <laughs> you could literally use Smalling and Butland in, like, 17 in your weekend league and still, like, go elite. So, uh, again, I think that's a little silly. But I, I, do, I do agree to what you said. I think what that really happens is the meta being open to more players kind of what we've talked about like with Cruz yeah like, using Cruz as the example like if Cruz gets like a team of season card he's he should be usable like I think like it's just more it's more of getting the high because there's there's a ton of high level players in the game like I mean let's look at right now um well the markets now is tough so I can't really use I was gonna use Nicholas Pepe as an example um he's like a player that has some good stats but he's not overly like all around the best card but he's super cheap um, but yeah, so if you could get more like of the high players being usable, then uh, maybe that's, their prices, their exactly prices would have stayed firm. So they wouldn't have gone right. down as much as they are, but they would have been maybe a cheaper alternative. And then you right. only lose a little bit where it's like, was it last year? Team of season Cruz was I mean, probably like discard because he was unusable. It's like, that seems a little bit silly. Yeah, to have exactly. It's not, team of season that's not right. Usable. Exactly. Exactly. It's not that I want, let's say David Luiz, an 83 rated David Luiz to perform like Ramos. That's mm -hmm. not what I'm saying. I'm saying more like. You want team of the season you know, PK and team of the season Ramos to be pretty similar, even if exactly the because they're right, 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 exactly. Or you know, when's the last time you saw anyone use like Immobile this year or Insigne? Like I never Mertens even. You saw him maybe very briefly at the beginning, but yeah. you never see those. There's so many high-rated players that you never get to see throughout the whole year, and I think it's silly that it's gotten to that point. I mean, so, any Modric card that's not his team of the season even is, is hardly even. Yeah, you never, you never see him. Yeah. So. I'm hoping, and I know a lot of people have been complaining. They're like, "Oh, gameplay so slow, and this and that." Dude, if it opens up, I don't know. I, I really want to avoid the word meta, but if it opens it up, mm -hmm. I'm all for the slow gameplay. I don't care because I I can't stand of uh just playing the same thing and grinding to the same thing every year. Eventually, it's gonna get boring. Like, how many times am I gonna grind to the same team that I had FIFA night? So FIFA 18, I grind to the same team. FIFA 19, I grind to the same team. And then again, it's like, yeah. how many times are you gonna keep doing that? Yeah, like like you said, Felix, you're gonna have some different people every year because different players are gonna like Alala is gonna have a, a good season one year, so he's just gonna get a bunch of high rated cards to be like a good player. But like if La if Lala wasn't that good this year, 
And, like, if you look at his base card, it wasn't that good. Like, he's not going to be, like, a useful player. So, like, you're always going to have a few players here and there. Mostly, like, it seems to be in the wingback position the most often because of those are the ones that are kind of – there's not really good icons in those positions. So, um, you're kind of grinding the same people every year. So, yeah, I, I, it would be fun just to have a big, bigger pool of players to use at a competitive level. Because, like, obviously for me, I don't really care. And so, like, I just build my team to build my team because I'm never going to push for elite. But – I would like to actually be able to build fun teams and push for a lead at the same time. Like, I, I shouldn't have to yes. make that decision. I shouldn't have to make a decision one or the other. Uh, if I'm going to spend the coins to get high-rated players, I should be able to use them. Like, I don't know. Obviously, I'm not a good enough player, but that that's that. there's there's a, a point to, like, it doesn't really matter how good of a player you are unless you're, like, a pro player. You're not going to get, like, elite one with a, a, a little bit cheaper team, so... But yeah, I don't know. We'll see what the gameplay brings us. Obviously, it, we're close to getting the beta, um, so that'd be cool to see get some hands on that. Hopefully, at least one of us gets the Ultimate Team one between the three of us. Um, that would, I really think if just one of us gets it, we'll be fine. <laughs> um, just so we can talk about it a little bit, because... Well, Felix can't, yeah, because he's not get any sort of beta. Hey, Felix, if you get the... Well, can't one of us log into your account, is that how that works? Uh, no, you just got to set it to... Uh... UK or UA. I, I don't know how it works. It's just fucking racist. Oh, you can't get it because you're in Germany. Oh, I was thinking you're because you're yeah, on no, vacation. <laughs> no, no, no. I was no, like, no, I, well, thought you, I thought well. you could get it, but you couldn't play it. Because I was like, if you get it, give it to one of us. But yeah, I forgot you. Uh, it's only UK or US that can that can actually get it. So yeah, it's up to Joey and I. I got Joey got foot last year. I got pro clubs last year. Yeah, I was actually in Greece last year, so I never got to even play FIFA 19 uh, beta. So yeah. I don't know if they'll. I don't, since I don't know how they choose who gets beta, but I never I really was do able think to it's, I do think it's fully random, but yeah, so we'll see. Yeah, so hopefully one of us two gets it because Felix can't. But um, if I assume we're in a Discord, so if one of the other guys gets it, we'll get on their we'll hop on their account and try it out. Um, yeah. So we if have that work. I don't know if that works, but that'd be cool. I, I think it, I, it does. It, I does, it does. Work. Yeah, it does work. You it, can, it's it's tied to the account, not the location. Yeah, exactly. So you would have to like hop on Rob's like Xbox account in order to to log in. Yeah. So even though you're in Germany, it still count as playing it. Um, yep. Uh, but yeah, so hopefully one of us gets one of those, and if not, like I said, we'll try to get some in the Discord, or maybe if one of you guys gets it on Twitter and you're hearing this, and you see we don't get it, could you let us try it out? Just the because with the foot one, we've obviously had discussions with some other people, like Ian, Sean, yeah. and so on, that have played FIFA 20, but head to head. I assume well, Fox, I, like always is gonna be very different. Did you listen to um, the Fut Weekly at all? I have not yet. I have, I have it sitting in my podcast okay. ready to go. I, my, I actually have a long commute next week, so I'm gonna. Be yeah, there's a lot. Podcast. Nightwatch, Nightwatch went through a lot yeah. of, of FIFA 20 stuff. Um, really, really good, good listen. If if whoever's listening to this and you haven't, I'm sure you've already probably listened to that. But if you haven't, definitely check it out. It's um, it's a good one. It yeah, goes I, over I a lot of the FIFA 20 stuff. Like sitting there, um, but yeah. So I listen to that, and then, but yeah, like we said, obviously the way once you start adding servers in that, it, it does change up the way the game's played. Sometimes it speeds it up a lot. Uh, sometimes it slows it down depending on what day the servers are having. But yeah, we're we're looking forward to FIFA 20. Obviously, we're now in the time where we're all taking like a break from FIFA. I've been playing a ton of Apex. Felix going on holiday. Joey's not Let's breaking go. tables. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not yet. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so. I appreciate if you guys are still listening. If you are listening to FIFA 20 News, I know I've consumed a lot of uh, less FIFA streams and stuff like that. I've been kind of watching other streams. Uh, I still try to support some creators here and there, but if you are listening, we do appreciate it a ton. 
Um, it's it, the sport's been great. Even if we, even though we've kind of missed weeks here and there because, like we said, we would kind of over the summer, um, and that might continue. If we don't get any news, we're probably not gonna hop on for a podcast because there's not a lot to talk about. And well, not a Felix on holiday, but maybe we'll have them f- phone calling from the beach. Uh, yeah, right. Just hear the sea in the thing, background. Um, that is not FIFA 20 related. That I would like to mention. There is an account on Twitter that is called Foop Psychologist. So if you if you've got Twitter and if you are an elite two or above standard player, please do oh, check him out. He's he's running a survey for his master's uh, thesis. It's going to take you like thirty to forty five minutes to do it. You can schedule an appointment with him and he'll talk you through in voice call. That's what I did. What it essentially is is you'll get like two or three really short questionnaires with like seven eight questions about your past with FIFA and and real life football as well. Like how long you've been playing, how often you play per week, stuff like this, what level you're playing at. And then what you'll be given is 30 really short clips, like five seconds max. It's like a five minute video in total. You get 30 clips of real world football plays. You just watch it through. And then you get another set of 30 clips and you have to say, this has been in the first set of 30 or this is a new one. I haven't seen this before. Because there's going to be both. There's going to be new and old clips. You do the same thing with FIFA, and he what he's what he does is essentially he's testing if high-end FIFA players develop a mental expertise in real-world football, and if it is kind of interchangeable with top athletes like semi-pro footballers. He's got different sample groups of people. So um, if you would like to take part in the survey, I think he'd massively appreciate you. He just got to get his numbers up. I would appreciate you helping him out. And uh, let me know if you can beat my score of 83% correct answers on both FIFA and football. Because I'm, I'm actually curious to see what scores you get. I've, I've talked to the dude like in the voice call. He said Nightwatch, the pro we were just mentioning. He got 93% on both, which is just mental. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, please, like, if you can uh, spare 30 minutes, make sure to check him out. And, uh, yeah. That's that essentially. That, I put a tweet. Out that is well. interesting. Yeah, we can. Uh, we can when we post this. Uh, when we post you, the you uh, think, podcast go live, yeah, we'll link um, either his Twitter um, and we'll also link the. Uh, I, I have your link. You DM'd it or not DM'd it. You put it in the Discord, so we have the link to the survey as well. So we'll put that with the tweet that goes out to tell you guys that the podcast is live. Um, that'll be later today. Obviously, you'll see yeah. this. You'll hear. Obviously, if you're hearing this, you've already seen the tweet or the tweet's already out. But. Um, yeah, we'll put that out because that is interesting to me because I know for one, the EMLS pro from the Revolution, who's obviously the local team for me, is JKO uh, or John Oliveira, who they also have the Fut Fanatic podcast, so they're a good podcast there as well. But he played semi-professionally, I believe, and was on track to play professionally before he got injured. So, And then obviously he's a FIFA pro there um, now. So he's obviously a really high-tier FIFA player um, uh, after coming from the former professional player background um so i want I, there is a lot of correlation there i know there's some other fifa pros that have either played at a high caliber real life um and so on so that i, I do I, I would be interested to see the results of this uh when he finishes alan, his degree is it alan avi i think he had the similar similar situation he actually yeah he's who's he play too. for now he's uh who's he, he actually was a player for fc dallas though right and now uh, he's playing i, as I believe their i believe pro? he was yeah i don't think he ever was a player but i believe he might have been in their oh system. okay he might have been in their youth, within their youth system somewhere. I do know he played. I, I played with him uh, at the EMLS event two years ago. We played like in Jimmy Conrad's uh, thing, and him and John were really good. Um, yeah, he and Buck, also, Buck, uh... Buck, 
obviously we're just sticking EMLS players now, but Buck played in college. Obviously that's different than professional, but still high tier level of real life player. So has the knowledge there. But I'm sure a lot of the pros over in Europe too also played pretty high levels. Oh yeah, for sure. Of real life football. So um, I know Sakul has been in the Wolfsburg Academy, I believe, and there used to be a pro. I've not heard anything of him in quite some time, but uh, Wendell Lira, if that rings a bell, he won the Puskas Award um, one year, if I'm not mistaken, like 2000. Oh, I remember, yes. something. I, knew, I remember this, yeah. He scored a bicycle kick or whatever. He used to be a pro. So it's, in, it's interesting to see, like David Myler's a great FIFA player as well. It's interesting to see that so many professional footballers are actually very, very good at FIFA as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah think... and you've got a lot of athletes in general trans like Ocho Cinco is really good. Um, Joel Embiid also plays. Who? He's Joel a Embiid's player. a basketball player. Oh well, then yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying, different different <laughs> we worlds colliding. Lost, we just lost field. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think I think there's maybe the way they train. Obviously, the way that professional sports work, they do have a lot of downtime to play um, games. I mean, it's like the real world. I mean, you have a job, you have time to play video games, so that's what they do. A lot of a lot of them, that's what they do to, when they have some downtime. So. There's that. There's the competitive level. They're just used to being natural competitors. And then obviously, when you get football, FIFA, it's there's a there's a direct correlation there. Obviously, it's the same sport, so probably yeah. some knowledge there in terms of how they break down opponents and so on, um, and how they can adjust in game. But yeah, so take that survey. Uh, we will put the tweet out. And yeah, thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Joey Felix, for hopping on on a Sunday in August. Um, and we will next time we get some FIFA 20 news. I know there's more coming down the line with career mode, but I believe there is some more FUT and Volta. We might touch on Volta because that is kind of FUT related. I don't know if there's a FUT portion to Volta, if that's what they're announcing. Um, we will hop on and talk about that. But until then, we appreciate you guys for listening, and we will see you next time. See ya. See ya.